0: Welcome to Contractor Cuts, where we cover the good, the bad, and the ugly of
1: growing a successful contracting company.
0: Welcome back to Contractor Cuts. My name is Clark Turner. I'm Jared Flo. Thank you guys for joining us again. This week's episode is titled "The Cheat Code to Make Your Clients Happier and Your Job Easier." And your job easier. Yep. What is the cheat code, Jared? I cannot wait to find out what the cheat code <laughs> it is. is.
1: It is pretty simple, but very, very important. Up, down, left, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, is, it is the importance of setting expectations so that everybody knows what to expect and what's going to go on. Yep. I think that 95% of the errors, issues, and things that happen on jobs that cost us money, cost us reputation, cause errors— is a misunderstanding of the expectations of how the renovation or the build or whatever it is is going on your customer's job. Yep. So the, setting those expectations is the cheat code to finding yep happy clients.
0: And our cheat code that we give every executive partner with us is our client engagement agreement. You'll hear us reference that. We've, as we've the said C, it CEA a hundred times. Yeah. And, and the reason we reference it so much and the reason that it is our cheat code is because it is the basis of how the next three, six, nine, twelve months are gonna go yeah. during huge, the renovation huge, of your huge, house. Huge. Yeah. And so what we're giving you today, if you don't if you're not an alliance partner, if you're just listening to this, we are going to walk you through how to create one of these on your own. Now we're not gonna give you all, all the stuff. If you join uh, as an executive partner, we give you a customized version of this for you, along, along with, with all of our other papers, all the yeah. paperwork, yeah. subcontractor agreement that matches it, everything else that that comes along with what you need as you're growing a, a company. We give you all that. But if you are looking for the free 99 version, mm-hmm. we are going to walk you through today free 99 how to create your own uh, client engagement, how to do that with a client. So,
1: and it's it's different than. The thing that's on the bottom of your estimates that's yep. talking about your warranty and, you know, one-year one, one year warranty on all labor, blah, 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 blah.
0: It's, it's not it's just not the legal that. jargon that you have to have of, you know, this is binding. That's great. That's needed. That's that's part of everything that we do. But it, it is a, a document that we walk through with every single client, and we try to get them in the office as quickly as possible. Or in their home, yep. wherever. One, yeah. one of the questions that are always asked when we're showing this to new Alliance partners is, all right, so when do I do this? Right. First off, this is setting the goal, uh, the the expectation of what's going to happen during the renovation. Mm-hmm. And it's every step, every issue. Anytime something might go wrong, we have already spelled it out. So when it if it does go wrong, we know how it's going to be dealt with. Right. And so what we tell all of our partners, you want to do a client meeting as early as possible. We do an estimate. We start with the desk estimate, which we'll talk about in another podcast. Then we go to an estimate. Then we revise the estimate. When we're revising the side estimate is usually when we start the conversation mm-hmm. of what's coming next. Whenever we're talking with the client, we're telling them what's happening next. That we right. want to close the loop so they can they can say, okay, I know what's happening next. I don't have to wonder. I don't have to call them. And so we say, okay, next thing that's happening, we'd love to get you into our office. We'd love to come and sit down uh, with you and your husband. We'd love to have a Zoom call, and, and talk through exactly how the process works for my company yeah. in this renovation.
1: And we don't, I, I say we never, but we, we try to never just send it to the client Correct. and let them read it or not read it. No. It is super important to go through it, set the tone, help them understand so that uh, because what happens uh, to to everybody in the business, oh, I sent that thing to you, and at the end of the job, there's a problem issue, and now you're referring back to something that they never read, they never knew there yep. was an expectation or they were being held accountable for yep. and it's that
0: you've already set up yourself to have it's an issue. it's not even it's not only just a sales tool tool, tool you that you can use to to really land the client mm-hmm. that's that's part one of it, but part two of it is this is how I'm going to act throughout. And I want you to set your expectations to where I can hit every single expectation and make this an enjoyable process. So
1: it's the rules of the game.
0: They don't want to sit down and do it. They don't want to come spend an hour and a half at our office. And then they walk out of there very happy. They did it every single time. Every single client is like, okay, we'll come in and and meet with you. Don't really know what this is about. We can try to explain it to them when they leave. They say, thank you very much. And usually we'll have a signature on the quote by the time they're leaving our office. Well, and
1: side note, Every client that we've gotten them to the place where they've sat down with us and done the CEA, we have a 100% land rate with them. Yep. Once they've gotten to that place and we've gone through the CEA with them, every single client has chosen to use us because of what this does yep. for them.
0: So we're, we require it out of all our project managers to have it completed by the time they're, they're signing the quote and we're starting pre-construction, but we try to get it as early as possible even even though they might not... We might have not have a totally finished bid yet. We right. we might still be working on estimate. Hey, why don't you just come on in? If you're kind of uh, new, have you ever renovated before? This is your first time. Let us sit you down and talk you through exactly what you can expect with a renovation with us. Uh, and and they are usually, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll come uh, and, and talk to you about that. Right. Right. So that's kind of the the front end of it, setting the expectation of what it's going to be, how it's going to work, I want to get you in. I want to show you exactly how we operate, what you can expect during the job. <clears throat> and then from there, we'll, it, once you're ready, we can sign the, the contract and move forward. Right. Uh, right. So what the CEA is, we've got them in the room. We've sat them down. To build your CEA, you start with this. You start with exactly who we are, what we do. Uh, we, we, it, in the CEA, it's just this, it, more of an introductory to the company. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it goes into... Everything that that is assumed when we start your job, right? right. So we have a bunch of assumptions in, in the first section. Uh, and so we walk through it and we say, is that true? Yep. Is that true? Yep. Is that true? Uh, and so it, in the assumptions like permitted, section. Permitted, not permitted, that, that type yep, of Yep. We, we assume on every single one that the house will be empty when yep. we're renovating. It's going to be an unoccupied property. Now, half the time it's not. Right. But we assume that. And so that's a point to have that conversation because, it. And as everyone listening should know, an unoccupied property is quicker and easier to renovate. Which ends up meaning it's cheaper than an occupied property.
1: Then, it, and if it if it is occupied, there are some rules mm-hmm. that we need to set in place, yep. so that everybody knows how to operate. If you're going to be living in a house that is a construction zone, yep. these are the expectations we need to set about that. Which is why we have that assumption that it will be unoccupied. That leads into that conversation.
0: Yep. And so when when they say, actually, we're going to be there and say, okay, I'm going to cross that out, and let's talk through what that means. It's a point to be able to have that discussion, and it's and this is where we're going to talk about it. And it's also a point, like we usually we charge more for occupied, but you know I already knew you were going to be in there. We're good. We're, we don't have to, we don't have to mark anything up. But you can at that point, if there is a change from unoccupied to occupied that you didn't know about, you could say you know there is a five percent bump because it's extra management. We can't get in there till. 8 a.m. When normally my guys start at 6 a.m., we can't. We have to leave by 5 p.m. We're usually my guys like to work till 9 or 10, so it's costing more resources and more time. I don't think we've ever done that, but you have the opportunity to do that because you've had the pre-conversation. Yes. Yeah. So there's a bunch of assumptions like that. Uh, We we even talked down through uh, the key will be left in the lockbox at all time. Mm -hmm, If you mm -hmm. take the key out and my crew shows up and there's no key there, you are paying a penalty to the crew because you're paying them to stand there instead of working same thing
1: with uh, utilities
0: yep the gas water uh, electric uh, is going to be on. assumptions that you keep utilities on throughout the job Mm -hmm. if for some reason the power goes off because of your lack of payment or any other reason you're approving us to go rent generators and continue working on your house Mm -hmm. Uh, and so we tell them that right so that way when the power goes out I'm not sitting here scrambling, renting generators, and the homeowner's like, I'm not paying for that. That's not my fault. Come back tomorrow. Well, we've already had that conversation. You've already approved that extra charge, and and we're all on the same page, and you're not upset with me. Uh, And usually what happens is they're upset with me, and i got to cover the cost of the generators. So that's a double whammy Uh in terms of of, uh, what we're trying to do.
1: Let's take a quick break.
0: Hey, real quick. You're listening to this podcast because you are growing your company to the next level. Getting efficient, building structure, and creating organization is the foundation of growth. We've created ProStruck360 software so you can spend less time doing paperwork and more time growing your company. Sign up today for free at ProStruck360.com. Whether you're using our free version to send estimates and invoices and getting paid online, or you choose one of our paid subscriptions to add in sending work orders, email, and QuickBooks integrations, and so much more, stop putting off what you know is necessary to get to the next level. Take control of your growth at ProStruck360.com.
1: But there's also stuff in there after the
0: assumptions and all of that.
1: There's payments.
0: So yeah, Um, it starts with assumptions. The next section that we go into, I think, is how we do invoicing. We invoice once a week. We do it this way. This is how we invoice and why we invoice. We Mm -hmm. invoice as work's being completed. only time that you pay for something before it's been completed is for materials or or, uh, initial pre-con work, such as drawings, uh, architectural drawings, or or any sort of surveys. So we say, okay, these are the things you'll pay for up front because we're paying for it up front. And so you're paying as we're paying as well. Mm -hmm. And then this is how we invoice. We invoice once a week. Every week, no matter the size of the job. So and we talk about how the invoice is our checkpoint with the client as this is what we believe has been completed. Right. And by invoicing um, once a week as opposed to going three, four weeks, we never get owed too much money on a job. Mm -hmm. I've never been owed $60,000 that I couldn't collect on because it's happening Every single week, right. and you never right. do sixty grand worth they're, of work.
1: They're 5 dollars. $10,000, $15,000, $15, Yes,
0: dollars Exactly. So we talk yes. through all that, how that works, why we. Expectation that on when
1: eight. you receive an invoice, when we expect you to yeah. actually give us money.
0: And at this point, they're saying, "Yeah, you know, I, I got to cut you a check once a week." Say, so, "No, it's okay. If you'd rather cut us money up front, we can do it once a month. But I need a thirty thousand dollars deposit today." Right. They're like, no, 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 I don't. I'll I'll do it weekly. That's great, right? right. Because, but then we also get the commitment. Because we do it this way, I also pay my crews weekly. And so I need your payment. When I invoice you on Tuesday, I need your payment Friday. If you can commit to doing this, we will invoice as we go. If right. you can't commit to pay me by Friday, I need money up front right. because I got to front a ton of money on your job and all other because jobs you're doing. it's
1: important for me to keep my guys paid yep. because that's a commitment I've put to yep. them. So yeah.
0: during this conversation, I'm setting the expectation that payment, very quickly is the most important thing when it comes to invoicing because it's you signing off on the work that's being completed. And if we don't get payment by Friday, that that very first Monday we're pulling guys off and you're paying a fee.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't want to do that. I don't, I I, I never want to do that, but you're going to force me to do that if you don't pay. So right. let's, let's be very clear about how we get paid. I'm going to send an invoice on Tuesday. You have Wednesday to tell me that it is accurate or inaccurate then you have to pay by Friday. Right. If you can do that, I'm fine with invoicing as we go. Yep. If you can't do that, then we need a down payment and we need deposits and you're gonna pay ahead of schedule as we're completing the work. Right. Every client says, great, I can commit to that because they'd rather hold the money than pay you hoping that you mm-hmm. show up. Yep. So that's that's the invoicing section, I'm not ne- gonna go too deep into it. Next section
1: is about interaction uh, with- No,
0: ne- Next section is warranty.
1: Oh yeah. Yep, uh, yep. So it goes right.
0: payment, then warranty, and mm-hmm. so we talk about okay. So this is the payment. This is how we warrant our work. Uh, this is one year. This is what counts as part of our warranty. This is what doesn't count. Right. Uh, this is what will void a warranty. Mm-hmm. This is what will cause you extra costs. Um, the, and we lay all of that out yep. in that section. And then the next section we go into interaction
1: is, with crews and project managers. Well, yeah,
0: it's it's the. Uh, Expectations section. I think it's even called expectations. Uh, And it's what we expect of you and what you should expect of us. And Mm -hmm. so throughout it, it's kind of intermingled between the clients as well as the project managers' expectations of what's going on.
1: Setting rules for when it's okay to make contact, to make a phone call, to send text messages so that we can protect our people's time and also protect their time. If the house is on fire, pick up the phone. Mm-hmm. If it's not, then send an email. Right? So
0: in that, what 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 and what Jared's saying is uh, we sit down in, in this section and say literally to the client, looking them in the face with our project manager sitting next to us, we say, please do not call us after 6 p.m. or on the weekends. I love this project manager. He is a great employee here. And the way I keep him is I keep his wife happy. Mm-hmm. And I, I protect his home time and his life outside of this. And this is my life, but this guy, he does this for a living and he needs time off. Right. And so for, for this project manager, and it's easier to do when you, ha- when you have an employee that you're doing this with. Right, right, But to protect his time, I need you to commit to not calling after 6 or on the weekends. Now, if the house is on fire, literally, pick up the phone and call. right. Send a text because he'll probably read that before he answers a phone call on the weekends.
1: And as a as as a one man show, you can still do this. Yes, you, you should still, still do it. You can because the, the, this business will take every bit of time, yep. and your clients and your crews will take every bit of time that you're willing to give yep. them. And you need to set parameters around that because your family time and your time to take a breath mm-hmm. is incredibly valuable. And you can tell to the, you can tell the client. It's, it's important for me to take that time because that allows me to be clear-minded yep. and focused on your job when I am in the moment of focusing on your job That's and right. working. So I, I would ask for you to protect that space, yeah. and I will do the same for you.
0: If if I was, if I was a one-man uh, one show right now and you are my client, I'm sitting down walking through this and say, okay, so here's how the contact works. I, I tried my hardest to dedicate my after 6 p.m. as well as my weekends to my wife and kids. I need time to recharge my batteries, and that's when I do it. So I'm not ignoring you. I'm just trying to compartmentalize work from home and give my mm-hmm. children the attention that they deserve. And the whole reason I'm doing this job is for them. And right. so I, if your house is on fire, call me, text me on Saturday. That's fine. If you're trying to figure out carpet color— Shoot me an email and I'll get back to you Monday morning. Yeah, is that fair to ask of you? And every single time when you ask a client, is that fair for for me to ask? Every single time they're sitting at the 100%. table saying, "Absolutely, you need family." To, I get yeah. that. Yeah. Now, fast forward two months, they
1: will cross this line. They 100%. will cross the line. Yeah. yeah for you answer
0: sure. the call and then mm-hmm. on Monday say, "Hey, remember we we discussed this? I, I'm not going to be answering calls on Saturday." I know, but I, had this, I understand that, and that's why I did answer and took care of it for you. I just want to remind you of what we already agreed upon just because oh, I… Oh, you're right. I'm sorry about that. Yes, yeah, every yeah. single time. And I mean, because they, but because they you had the pre-conversation, you're not coming across as a jerk. Exactly. Yeah. If you never said that, you never set the expectation of when they can call you. So they can yeah. call you anytime, all the time, because that's what they think they can. And that's their expectation. Yeah. And so by saying, hey, I really don't want to answer calls on the weekend. Well, I signed this agreement thinking I can call you on the weekend. So now right. you're going back on our agreement, right? Yep. So yep. that's, that's uh, again, one of, Probably thirty things mm-hmm. in that in that list, maybe more. Things like don't talk to our crews because we said the, all that. this reason, yep.
1: this is why it causes a problem. Yep. If you have issues, you have a dedicated person. Yep. Like all sorts of stuff that's setting I love what you always say. If you are playing a game of basketball, mm-hmm. it is setting the boundaries. It's putting the out of bounds line and the three point line and the free throw line so that everybody knows the rules of the game. Yep. And so that when they get when they step over bounds, which is is going to happen there is a level of accountability that doesn't come across as you're a jerk it is hey this is how we agreed we were going to play this game
0: yep if if in that metaphor if we started playing basketball and i didn't tell you where out of bounds was and halfway through playing i'm like oh you're out of bounds give me the ball you'd be like that's not i uh, didn't know that was out uh-huh. of bounds. like what which are you talking is, about which
1: is i mean play that out play that through your head of all of the jobs that have gone awry <laughs>
0: yeah
1: and that's the that's the thing. It's yeah. that it's that misunderstood expectation or miscommunicated expectation that causes that type of stuff. How
0: many contractors have you heard say, "My client is just insane"? Mm-hmm. They're insane because they have a different expectation yeah. than so, what you expect. Yeah. And so when you expect this to happen, they're expecting someone something else, yeah. and it feels insane.
1: Yeah. Well, and a big piece of where this document came from for us was one protecting ourselves and our company Mm -hmm. and our project managers, but also in the Understanding our clients and trying to advocate for them It was realizing that most of them this might be the first renovation Probably is one of the largest spins that they've ever had Mm -hmm. and their only education on How this goes is HGTV. Yep, that's the only thing they know, which is I mean, it's a TV show so they come in afraid this is so much money I don't want to get in trouble I don't want to, I don't want to screw myself I don't want to spend more than I have and this is how it should go cuz this is how it works perfectly on HDTV yep. and you've got those expectations put on top of you which is why if you don't set this up front you end up saying and contractors say all the time my client is nuts yeah they're crazy
0: yeah
1: well it's because their expectations was set by this other thing and you didn't set it for them and yep. draw the correct
0: boundaries for them so they understand. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's very true. So there's a ton of things in there. And honestly, this list of expectations grew out of every issue we've had with the client. Anytime mistakes a client we
1: made, mistakes clients made. Anytime, anytime made. a
0: client said, well, I thought you'd do this. And we're like, why would you think that? Write that down on, on our list. And so it's a 30, 40 item list of expectations, but we walk through it of exactly and it all it's its a two-way list. So uh, you, what you can expect from our project manager is you're going to get a minimum of two communications a week. Mm-hmm. One is going to be an invoice, which is going to be on Tuesdays, and another one is probably going to be an end-of-the-week follow-up. Now, you might get more. You'll get text messages. You'll get phone calls. You'll get a ton of different things. But the minimum you'll ever get is two communications. Right. Now, we set a bunch of expectations like that that we have to meet. That's the second part of this is if I say that, I, I now have it. to do I that, do it. Right. Or, or I'm the one that's that's breaking the trust. Mm-hmm. So there's a bunch of stuff in there of what our, our our project managers are going to do for them, when they should expect what. Um, we say we're going to give you a Gantt chart before the job starts, and we're going to keep you updated with an updated Gantt chart weekly, weekly if it changes. Again, another commitment that a lot of people can't mm-hmm. uphold. Mm-hmm. If you can uphold, it's a very good. <clears throat> thing to to offer absolutely uh and so there's a bunch of stuff like that in the expectations list and then after expectations it's really kind of a let's let me introduce you to the office right this is who the front office person here's is This should, is what here's they do you
1: should contact for this and that and this this thing. is
0: where you'll get communications from now if you're a one-man show you probably don't need this section but for us this the office will be sending you collection emails each week of what is outstanding on your account if it is incorrect Do not get mad at the front office. They are the messenger. Right. Obviously, something got messed up in the software from your project manager invoicing something and not deleting it when he forgot that he shouldn't have done it. Either way, reply all and say, actually, so-and-so said that uh, I didn't have to pay this for two weeks because that's when they were going to install X, Y, and Z. Uh, And we tell them that. So, like, okay, that makes sense. uh, So, that's who's going to be sending me emails. Yeah. That way, it's not some random people from your company emailing the homeowner who, who they never mm-hmm. n- met or understood who they were before. Right. And also, the
1: other way around, you're, you, as the as the manager, not the project manager, the manager, you're sitting down in this meeting with the homeowner, mm-hmm. the project manager sitting there as well. If there is not clarity of job information, pictures, questions about the job mm-hmm. need to go to him, all of a sudden you're in charge. They view you as the the guy in charge. So all of a sudden you're getting these text messages with a picture of a random sink or a random floor or whatever that now you have to either send over to your project manager and you become this in-between person, right? So again, drawing the lines of if you have problems that are, that have not been able to be worked out with my project manager, I want to hear that because I want to help work that
0: out. That's one of the big ones is saying that. And, And it says in it, it says, listen, I check on your jobs as the head of renovations, general manager, whatever your title is. I am a 30,000-foot view on your job. My project manager is ground level with your job. Yeah. So if there's a question or anything else, I'm not going to have an answer for you because he's in it. I check in with him once a week about your job to get a second set of eyes on it. Hey, what about this? Did you do this? And so you are you got two sets of eyes always on your job, but I don't have the information you're going to be looking for. Right. Now, if he is not doing... What we're promising in this agreement, mm-hmm. I need to hear about it. Right. I want to hear about it, and I'm going to sit down and we're going to under and make sure that we're all on the same page together. Right. But if it's a question about paint colors, I have no answers for you. I, I can't help you because I'm not on that level uh, with that job. And and they understand that they, yeah. they totally get that and and it allows the separation of my job versus his job, and allows him to manage the client and the job.
1: Well, and I I, I think. It's it's incredibly important to have a document like this, mm-hmm. whether you sign on as a executive member with us and we give you ours and customize it, or you create one for yourself. Mm-hmm. And I, I the reason that I would I, I would put in to, to back that up is if you look at the clients and what they see as they look into the general contractor world, they're they're afraid of getting screwed. Mm-hmm by being taken advantage of because they don't understand, they don't know what it takes, and this industry has a reputation of taking advantage of people, charging too much money. Fly by night. Fly by night, all the different stuff. Change order efforts. So even if there was a reference, you know, somebody said, hey, go use ProServe or whatever, there's still that little standoff is, can I trust this company? Mm -hmm. But by going in and spelling out this document, touches on so many pieces of, oh, I can relax on that because I have a process that they've spelled out for me, so I don't have to worry about that. I know that they're not going to overcharge me because of the way that they invoice, and they invoice only up to what they've completed. And it it creates a level of trust Mm -hmm. and comfort that allows for a job to go smoothly. And it, it, it allows... When there are bumps in the road, there is something to point back to and say, hey, remember we talked about this, mm-hmm. but it also, it gives you, again, I think I said it in one of our last podcasts, it gives you the benefit of the doubt yeah, because yeah. you're leading with your foot forward of, I am fighting for you, Mr. Client, to do the best by you mm-hmm. and be the best company that I can by having these set expectations of how we're going to operate, what mm-hmm. we're going to deliver for you. And people respect that and yeah. they appreciate and they gravitate towards it and they can trust it.
0: Yeah. Yep. And
1: so by nature of just doing this and having a document, your sales level goes up and your stress level will go down. Yeah.
0: That's why it's a cheat code because it's a two sided coin. Not only does it make your clients love working with you more, yeah. it also makes your job easy because you're not having to go seven days a week to the job site if you don't need to uh-huh. because you've already told them you're not going yeah. to. Yeah. And it also, you're not the bad guy anymore. This document is the rules that you already set, like, like the basketball. Yeah. I'm not saying, hey, that's out of bounds. No, it's not. Well, you never told me that before. I'm saying, hey, that's out of bounds. And like, oh, you're right. That is, okay. Yeah. Let's, let's keep going. Well,
1: I mean, as, as contractors listening to this, think back to your last 10 jobs. Yeah. How many of those did you have arguments or frustrations with your client that were legit, or if that this had been done in the front, would have never been an issue.
0: Yeah, and that's what I'm talking about. Like that. How many of them had? <clears throat> would you say, man? They just had too high of expectations. Uh huh. That's your fault. Uh huh. Your fault. You were supposed to set their expectations. That's right. You are the professional here, right? Yeah. And so, yeah. whenever I hear that, like, well, they just they just expect too much. What? You didn't set their expectations. Uh-huh. So that's a that's a miss on you, yeah. right?
1: Yeah. So. so it's a cheat code. Yep. It really is. We implemented it many, many, many years ago, and it has been incredibly successful and valuable. Our,
0: for us. our, uh, last year we did a, uh, a, uh, two day seminar in Dallas, Texas. And one of the guys that just started <laughs> with us, yeah. uh, I'm not going to name him, but he, uh, he had been with us for two weeks and we had, we had done the onboarding and gave him this and walked him through this. And he had, he had, he, uh, had done it with, a couple clients already before we actually got got to the two-day. And uh, he stood up in the middle of the two-day, uh, a Brazilian guy, yeah. h- strong accent. And this guy,
1: he had just gotten his, like, master's from Harvard or something. No,
0: he, he got just, accepted to Harvard. Right. That's right. And decided he didn't know what he was going to do with his company. And uh-huh. he decided instead of going to Harvard, he was going to double down with ProServe and grow his company. Yeah. Literally, yeah. I mean, uh-huh. got – Hand to God. That's what he said in the in the group. And then he stood up and he said, "This client engagement agreement is worth ten thousand dollars by itself. Yeah, I would pay you ten thousand for this alone. Mm-hmm. I don't care about anything else you're doing. Yeah. If it was just this, I'd pay you ten thousand dollars. Anybody
1: want to send me ten thousand? Yeah. And we're we're, we're like interesting. Okay, I guess
0: we will start selling yeah. this. But yeah. no, it's part of part of the membership. Super
1: valuable. Yeah. Everybody, everybody that we've ever walked this walked through this thing." Kind of, uh, they go. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's amazing. That's that's it. Yeah, that's so true. Well,
0: because you, you're looking at it you're relating to every single client mm-hmm. you've had mm-hmm. that has these issues on their job, and if I would have just told them this thing, yeah. that would have never happened, and I'd have eight grand more profit on that job because yeah. of it. Right. So,
1: well, and if you're interested in that, you can go to ProSurvAlliance.com. You yep. sign up for the executive level, and that is that is a part of that. You get all of our paperwork. It's all custom with your. Uh, company logo and your information, so that you can use it. Our subcontractor agreement actually works hand in hand with the mm-hmm. CEA agreement, so. Mm-hmm. What you what you're agreeing to your client, also your subs are agreeing to the same level of that. So there's tons of that stuff. You can go there if you're just if you're just interested in the software and want to start at that place. Same place, ProServAlliance.com. Yeah. You can go in there and sign up for and, a software.
0: And I will tell you, if you're starting out, if you're a, a young guy or an old guy starting yeah. starting as a general contractor, trying to get your ground your your company off the ground, or you've been doing it for ten years and you're just trying to get to the next level and you're really ready to buckle down contact us yeah. we 'll work with you we 're not we 're not so stringent to where we're, we know if we can work with you and you take this seriously and you give it the effort you 're going to get there we 're not concerned about making money today yeah. uh, we have to make a living of course. but but for us it 's the long term investment in each other to where contact us we can we can talk you through some stuff give you some helpful helpful stuff get you to a level and customize a uh, a plan for you in terms of partnership to where it grows with you for us again it's the long term partnerships with companies that we're looking for to where we can help you grow to the next level and if we can do that hopefully you can give us some money for doing that <laughs> right? Right. right right if we if yeah. we can make you a ton of money are we worth, yeah. worth a little bit of money yeah. and and yeah. and let us prove that to you so that's kind of my, my pitch to anybody. It's That's not. It's a soapbox, Yeah, Yeah, it's not, you know, you go on and, and think it's, I, I can't afford this. You can. Well let, Give us a call. We can work with you on something. So. That's right. That's right. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. We will see you guys next week. Use your cheat code.